Every year, I read over 150 books, and one of the main questions I'm asked is, how do I remember so much of what I read? My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books, including the new book with Dan Sullivan, 10X is Easier Than 2X. And in this video, I'm going to answer the four crucial ways that I can read 150 books a year and how I remember so much of what I read. And these principles are going to help you read way more books, transform your mind more, and remember way more of what you read. Let's get started. The first way I read 150 books a year is simply by listening to books. I use the Audible app and I listen to probably 90% of the books I read. So I usually will listen to books for the first time. And if it's a very, very good book, then I will get it on Kindle and I will look for certain quotes. I will look for and read certain sections. And so that is the first way. Is, is that I listen to books, I listen to them on my commutes, I listen to them when I walk, I walk around my neighborhood about 10,000 steps a day, sometimes 20,000 steps a day. And so simply by listening to books, and this is I think something very important. Yes, it's really powerful to listen to YouTube videos like this. Yes, it's powerful to listen to podcasts, but I find that books are far more condensed. This is something that actually Stephen Kotler talks about in his book, The Rise of Superman, which is all about flow, which is, is that books themselves are actually far more compressed wisdom because books are a lot more edited than the typical YouTube video or podcast. And so books are worth probably five to 10 times as much as a video like this because there are so many layers of compressed wisdom to make the book more powerful. One other super important point when it comes to listening to books is that the average person spends probably five to eight hours a day or more on their phones, either listening to scrolling random social media or just random inputs. There's a great quote from Zig Ziglar. He says, your input shapes your outlook, your outlook shapes your output, and your output shapes your future. There's a similar related topic that says that garbage in, garbage out. If you spend your time consuming junk media, junk food, then that is how your brain is gonna work. You literally train your mind, you train your brain, you train your worldview. And so when you up the floor, when you up the ante, when you increase the quality of what you consume, and when you're consuming higher value stuff, you will then train different levels of thoughts, different levels of goals, and a different identity. I just invite you to let go of at least 80% of what you're listening to. Using the 80-20 principle, 80% of the information you consume is low quality. 80% of the people you follow on social media, 80% of the stuff you're consuming is actually making you worse. And so when you remove that 80% and you raise the floor, you raise the standard. And by the way, in psychology, your standard is that what you're most committed to. Your standard is your floor. And so when you raise the floor and remove 80% of the information you consume and you have a much higher quality, then you will have higher quality thoughts. You'll have higher quality goals. You'll spend time with higher quality people and you'll begin to have higher quality ambitions, perspectives, and just honestly, a higher quality sense of purpose and personality. The second question I'm usually asked when it comes to which books I read is how do you choose the books you read? And this is a really important topic. I usually only study stuff that's relevant to my goals, relevant to really what I'm trying to learn. I don't want to study something that I think I might use five or 10 years down the road. It's what am I trying to understand right now? What am I trying to apply right now? And usually what I will find is, is that if I've got a couple really, really good books that I'm still trying to get really deep on, and I think that this is an important point, which is depth rather than shallowness, sometimes it's really powerful to get a broad sweep of a particular concept or idea, but I have found that going really, really deep on a few very good books goes a long way. As an example, one of the books that I've been studying very thoughtfully over the last year to two years is the book Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. That's a book that I've probably gone back through over and over, and I'm actually getting ready to go through it again with a lot of new lenses. I'm always upgrading my lenses and then going back and studying certain things with those new lenses and going deep. And so honestly, even just in the next week or two, I'm gonna go back through that book with some of my new lenses for example, on the idea of raising the floor. The idea of raising the floor is something that's very interesting to me right now because I'm also writing about it in the book that I'm writing right now. I'm also leading companies on that concept 
And so now I'm going back through Anti-Fragile and other books just looking for that one idea. And I think that when you're really trying to understand a singular idea or a single concept and you're going really, really deep, that is a very powerful thing to do. I've actually even gone through many books multiple times, but by just looking for one idea. And so this goes to the idea of truly mastery versus shallowness. This also relates to the quote, and I think it was Bruce Lee, where he said, I fear the man who has done the same kick 10,000 times rather than trying a 10,000 different kicks, getting really good at something. And so when you really go deep, even on one idea, you can develop mastery on it. And as people, our brains are really powerful lenses and filters. And so if you're honestly studying anything, even listening to this video, looking for one idea, you're gonna hear what I'm saying very differently. You can really go deep, and that's how you develop mastery of thinking. That's also how you develop innovativeness of thinking. There's one other point when it comes to choosing books, and that is sometimes going way outside your typical space of listening. It's very interesting just to sometimes go way outside your typical reading sphere. As an example, sometimes I'll read fiction, even though typically I'm reading very deep conceptual psychology books, systems theory books, business books, leadership books. It's sometimes very powerful to go way outside your space, and it just gets the gears turning in a different way. Another question I'm often asked is, do you always finish what you read? And the answer is no. Often I will start into a book, and if I don't like it in the first little bit, I'll give it usually an hour. Um, but if I don't like it or if I'm not hooked, I will often just toss it. Sometimes I'll go back if that makes sense, but absolutely no compulsion to finish just because you started. That goes to the idea of sunk cost bias. Sunk cost bias is the idea that often people will continue to invest in something just because they've invested some into it. This leads people to continuing forth on bad paths, even when they know it's a bad path. So I have no regret throwing away stuff when I know it's just not a good fit. So the final question I get is how do you retain and how do you remember more and more of what you read? And there's a few important strategies on this. One is, is to actually talk about and teach what you're reading, obviously taking notes. When I'm listening to a book, I'm actually thinking through how I would use it in my life. I'm thinking through it in different ways. I write it down and then I try to explain it to other people. And so the idea of teaching what you're learning along the way is huge. Also using what you're learning and combining what you're learning. Creativity is the combining of concepts, the combining of ideas. And so actually thinking through what you're learning and thinking through it in different applications, thinking through it from the lens of different things you've understood, writing it down, teaching it to other people, using it in your work, and actually testing it, actually testing ideas. As an example, I recently read uh, Adam Grant's new book, Hidden Potential, and immediately while listening to it, I shared audios to certain friends. Like I would record audio texts to certain people and I would write on my whiteboards how the ideas applied, even just to the idea of the floor that I was talking about. One of the things that Adam Grant talks about is that in really good education settings, yes, the ceiling is high, but the floor is also really high. There's less of a gap between the ceiling and the floor, whereas in bad educational environments, the ceiling may be high because there may be some good outliers, but the floor is really low, meaning that the bottom is bad and that a lot of students are really struggling. Whereas in good educational settings, the floor is really high, like everyone's doing pretty well. And there's a less of a gap between the amazing people and honestly, everyone else. Like that's a really good situation. That's a really good system. The main point here is, is that you train your brain. And if you're feeding your brain really good material, if you're actually digesting it, working on it and actually writing about it, thinking about it, teaching it, sharing it and applying it, testing your new knowledge, then you will get far in life. And I really challenge you to start reading more books or listening to more books and to weeding out 80% of the media that you're consuming. 80% of how you're spending your time likely is a waste of time. Reading really good books, especially if they're applied, especially if you're digesting them, especially if you're trying to use them, you can make leaps every year. Whereas in a year from now, your mind, your knowledge, your vision, your understanding could be such at a higher level. I will say one of the best books I've read in the past year is called The 80-20 Individual by Richard Koch. It's a book that I wish I had read while writing this book. And then by simply reading that book and then applying it to my work, often I'm training CEOs, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And by simply reading that one book 
and integrating those ideas from that one book, I have learned that you are one who away from going 10x. And this includes businesses going $100 million or more in revenue. So it's just the idea of reading deeply. Yes, sometimes widely, but deeply. And then applying that knowledge and then just spinning it in as many directions as you can and seeing what you can do with it. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a beautiful day.